Welcome to Better Before Lunch. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Lori. Today we're talking about memory. What are we talking about? All right, welcome back. Today's topic, memory. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I forgot how funny that joke was. <laughs> uh, um, so what are we talking about first involving memory here? I've got some facts. Yeah, I've got I've got some memory facts too. And I've got some memory. Uh, don't. <laughs> you don't have any memory? Actually, we had a mailbag question. This Coming week in hot with the jokes today. <laughs> that triggered us to talk about uh, memory. But it is kind of crazy. My mailbag question doesn't involve memory in any way at all. It's the only part of this podcast that won't. Yeah. I mean, we've talked a little bit about memories on some podcasts before, like how I see mine up and, mm -hmm. you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've talked about but today, not making sense. Um, I was We were looking at a bunch of crazy stuff about memories and how people remember things. Um, one thing that gets me is I can remember events based, well, not based on what I was wearing. Yeah, sort of. Like if I look at clothes, I have a memory of the last time I wore them. And if I think of a memory, I know what I was wearing when that happened. Well, that's because you see yourself, so obviously. And maybe that's what it is. Because I see myself, then I remember can, what I was yeah, wearing. Yeah, you can see what you're wearing, so obviously. So it was a really remember. good memory. I remember what the other people were wearing. Mm -hmm. Well, wait. You don't remember what they were wearing normally. Not always. I always remember what I'm I was wearing. Like, if I remember the event, then I know what I was wearing. Otherwise, I don't really remember it. It makes it hard know, to get there's... dressed in the morning because all my clothes you're, have memories attached. And you're worried that you might remember that outfit if you pick the wrong outfit. Yeah. And then if I wear like, an oh, outfit. Oh, what if I have a good day and today things and then go I remember bad, this ugly outfit? Then I'm like, that outfit's messed up. It's tainted if everything goes bad in an outfit. But then what if I have it a hard time? all good? Well, then then like, it's a good outfit, Yeah, right? then it's a good outfit. Like I wore the same thing to interview for jobs for years. Because I was getting the job oh. when I would wear it. So oh, it was okay. like I was a, gonna say, if almost you, like a superstitious type thing. Well, if you were continually interviewing. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> yeah. even funnier. But, uh, I wore this because I didn't get the job. And I didn't want to get any more. Yeah. But I think that's something that people do as a superstition, not really a memory. Yeah. Um, like good luck. Most people, I don't think most people do it because they remember seeing themselves in that outfit in their Do memory. you remember seeing yourself in outfits in your memories? Not specifically. I can probably recall what I was wearing. In every memory? Mm, probably not. Probably not in every one. I can, some. Sometimes we make a game out of it. Me and my friends will bring up a time that we did something and be like, what were you wearing? Like, Remember well. that time you were wearing that? Oh, yeah. What were we doing? Then? I don't know if I can do it that way as much as if I, if I know, like, I think about the memory, then I can remember what I was wearing. Um, also, there are other things that trigger memory, like smells. Do you have that one? Do you have certain smells that trigger yeah. memories for you? Just about everybody. That's, like, the most common thing to trigger a memory. So. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, that you can think of that you're like, oh, every time I smell this, I think about whatever no because i'm not smelling it so i can't remember oh, oh yeah you can't even remember if you don't smell it <laughs> yeah well but i yes, feel like a really common one is like when you smell the 
spiced pumpkin or anything like that and it's just like all of a sudden an overwhelming feeling of fall of white girls in in long <laughs> scarves even though it's i feel like that out. doesn't even bring back a memory as much as like a feeling of ugg a time boots, <laughs> long scarves ugg boots and 90 degree weather here 90 in florida degree weather yep that's what it reminds me of the other one is music that triggers a lot of memories yeah like, if you're um, listening to a certain song during a breakup, then it's hard to listen to that song again because then you think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good, good response to that. <laughs> that was the only thing I could think of that maybe would be like something you wouldn't want to listen to again. Like you liked the song at a time, but then after that, you're like, oh, I don't want to think about that. Yeah. We'll or probably, it could probably go good. I could have picked a good one. Yeah, like, it might have been better. Like when you're hanging out with, friends all the time and having a lot of fun and it's your party song and then when you hear it you're like oh let's party that's a better one we'll go with that mm-hmm. i guess <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i couldn't get a specific memory um they say you remember what you saw not what you hear uh but that seems like odd your that... memories are muted yeah but i don't think mine are maybe mine might be I'm so far away in mine. I right, can't tell yeah. what we're saying. Right. There might be plenty of things that are happening. You just can't hear them because you're so far away. Right. That's probably what it is. Well, what shocked me was when I saw that walking through a doorway triggers your brain to forget. Yes. They said even an imaginary do- doorway. Like if you're mm-hmm. thinking about something, don't let yourself walk through an imaginary doorway while you're thinking about it or you'll yes. forget it. It's because your brain compartmentalizes things. And when you change rooms, it can make you think of a different compartment, basically. I have that problem at night when I'm sleeping. Um, I walk through doors. No, I (laughs) just just walk through so many doors um, when I'm sleeping. When I'm laying on, I didn't read this, but I, I feel like it's a thing. When I'm laying on my left side and then I switch over to my right side, I'll forget what I was thinking about. I can be mid thought flip over yeah, and then i won't yeah. know what the heck i was thinking about a change in scenery affects your memory so strange doorways specifically do it though there there was like a big it was like four or five years ago but what if you close your eyes while you walk through the doorway will you trick still, your mind you're still changing you're still walking you know you're walking through it otherwise you would hit the wall it's said that being outside helps you remember things better so should all classrooms be outside or have I'm sure really somebody giant argues windows. that that's the case. It seems like it. I remember as a kid, we would have Fridays and they, we'd all go out to a picnic table and get to do our work mm-hmm. outside. I remember some days we would go outside and I hated it because... It was hot? It's hot. Yeah. And bugs are out there. Yeah. And it's air conditioned and bug free inside the school. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's... Um, the flashbulb memories. They say when there's like a big event um, that doesn't necessarily affect you personally, but like um, when JFK was shot or 9-11, people remember what they were doing at the moment that they found that out, which is crazy because I remember 9-11 when I found out. I remember where I was. Do you? Yeah, I do. I, I was at the drive through at Arby's. And I was going out of town that day to get a prom dress. No, homecoming dress. And um, and the lady at the drive-thru window told us about it. Weird. Yeah. 
uh, I was just at home. Mine, mine wasn't very. I was, I was at home and it came on the TV. Right. The I end. know a lot of people were at school. With uh, that, talking about my friends, I have a few friends that uh, they they have a lot of false memories. I was reading about that too, and I was like, oh, I know a lot of people like that. Yeah, I've uh, I've encountered false memories before. I know people who think they were places they weren't. <laughs> places that yeah, they'll think I mean... that the mem- they'll hear the memory enough that they're like, oh yeah, I was there with you. Like, no, you absolutely were not there. And they swear they were there. Or you'll hear someone tell a story, and a couple weeks later, that same person will tell the story as if they were there. But the first person who told the story did not include the other person. It's really crazy. But that's what false memories. I can't, I can't say that I've gone. I, yeah, I, no, don't I know remember some serious any, false memory people. Maybe it's a memory problem on my part. Maybe, but I maybe don't you're remember. the guy having all the false memories. Yeah, I don't remember that complicated of a false memory. I believe it could happen. but Well, yeah, they were. That's a lot. I, of, like the thing I was reading about it was saying um, they were they did a study where they gave a false memory to a family like one of the sons and told a story about how his brother was lost at the mall when he was a little kid. Well, then he remembered that as being true. Mm-hmm. So, and so that sort of like you can implant a false memory. I think that's what happens to some of the people I know. They hear a story so much that when they think back, they're like, yeah, I think I was there. <laughs> yeah. I... Or you can change because some people must be more susceptible to it. Because if you even change what happened a little bit, if they were there, then they'll be like, yeah, that, that is what happened. That that seems like what happened. Seems right. Which they said that that was another study they did with a car crash where they showed everyone a video of a car crash. And it was like a little fender bender. But based on the way they asked them how fast the car was going, if they implied that it was a severe crash versus a mild one, everyone would be like, everyone in the study group was saying that it the car was speeding. Just based on the right. way the question was posed. Yeah, I've heard a lot of that before. So. Um, I do have some tips for improving your memory. Okay. Um, focusing on it, obviously. If you're not paying attention focusing to it. Focusing on the actual memory, not well, the false memory. No, focusing <laughs> on the thing you're trying to remember oh, in the yeah. future. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, like, if somebody tells you your name... Tells you your name. Don't you, forget your oh name. Boy. Do not forget your name. If somebody tells you their name and you can't remember it, usually it's because you really weren't like. I think I'm not listening a lot. Right. You're a lot not, of times I'm acknowledging but not listening. Right. That's generally why you can't remember things. Like right. Those type of things. Um, if you're trying to improve your memory of some other things that are like. The more, insen- the more senses you engage, the more likely you are to remember it. Like so, if you like touch the memory. Smell, like, touch, taste, hear. You know, so you're like, you want to remember someone. You're like, excuse well, me, sir. Let me rub your arm, lick your cheek. That's why. Sniff you. A lot of people tend to well, remember. Well, I'm glad people don't meet like that. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people tend to remember food because you engage multiple senses at one time. What if that became the new shaking hands? You shake their hand and then you, you lick, lick each them. other's hands. You just shake. Ew, lick. I can't. I don't even. I'm you not even, even much like of a handshaker. Hands. Then you got to smell them too. Ew, you smell <laughs> their spit. 
Yeah. <laughs> then when you come like see him again, you like sniff their mouth to yeah. see if that's the same person. That's kind of what cats and dogs do. Oh. That's why they always want to get up in, in your reverse. face. They like, well, dogs, yeah. <laughs> cats smell your face. Dogs, it's not your face. <laughs> oh, no, I would not like it if people met like that. So that's, <laughs> uh, that's tip two is engage all senses. As but many don't. As you can. But don't really. Well, yeah. Don't. Depending like, on what you're uh, doing. What's your name? Here, let me touch your face and lick your hand, and then <laughs> smell you at the same time. Uh, just focus on it at that point. <laughs> Repeating it, obviously, that's one that the more you repeat it, the more you remember it. Um, organize it. Uh, use mnemonic devices. These are all tips people have probably heard one time or another i thought right. the senses the sense one was i read one that said when you want to remember something that you're typing use a funky font yeah i don't know i know i don't know specifically why that would work more but to maybe, your brain yeah. not it's unique yeah. so you remember it uh learn in a way that works for you uh connect the dots try to make instead of waiting to try to make associations try to make them right away hmm. um so like I've heard people say like when they introduce themselves they'll like say the person's name and their job like as didn't a way to say seem like oh, a crazy person. Well, yeah, didn't say it wouldn't make them crazy, but like, in order to remember the name they're like Dan from accounting and then shake their hand in response to them, you know. They, they make the association right Dan away. with the purple tie. Right. And the wife who cheated on him. He's like, what? Yeah. And then oh, they, then I'm sorry. That's just a little bit of information I had. Um, and then the last piece is chunk it. That's, that's oh, the Oh, because they like, like piece it, like pieces of it? Yes. that's. I was like, chunk it? What does that even? Uh, because apparently the the brain can only remember seven pieces of information at a time. Yep. I didn't know there was an actual number that they'd come up with. Uh, so we have to remember it in pieces. Like Is that why phone eight, numbers six, are seven? Maybe. Well, they're not. They're ten. Three. Only the local phone. The number. local, yeah. not your not your area code, but like just right. regular phone numbers. I think they're seven because they're ten and then I don't know. Uh but they're broken up like eight six three. That's a single thing to remember right and then the next part and then the right. last part so that helps us remember i kind of knew that but i didn't know there was a i guess re- social I didn't security know codes are a- social security codes social security numbers are broken up into pieces too because yeah. you dash them out yeah that's like why all the things get dashed out makes sense i didn't know it but dash it out dash it that's sounds better than chunk that's it john <laughs> A thin. <laughs> yeah, that's how I write my name. People have to in put chunks. your name in chunks. I chunk my name. Well, uh, do you have more? No, that's kind of, I mean, I've got well, some facts to fill time. <laughs> oh, I mean, you can give me some facts. Um, bu- 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 here we go. Can you believe these memory facts about famous people? I like that you you, you read the <laughs> intro. <laughs> 
Well, these are, this, I told you, these are Memory just facts. facts about famous people. How am I supposed to remember this? I can only engage one sense. You only have 10 to 30 seconds wanna, to I, remember it in your short-term memory right. anyways. And I didn't want to lick my computer while I read these. And sniffed it. Yeah, so I just decided to just copy the link. Uh, Mozart was able to play and write down all of the notes from a song he had heard only once. Oh, yeah, I've heard things like that about some of the composers before. Um, Alexander the Great was able to remember the names, all the names of his soldiers. And there were approximately 30,000 people in his army. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. (laughs) No, I don't think that's true at all. I feel like that. made up stuff. That was like propaganda, like, our great leader remembers our names. Yeah, no. Let's go conquer. I don't even remember 30,000 things. No way. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they were they all named, like, Alexander. <laughs> right. They are all like, Alexander. Hey, Alexander. Yeah. And then there's... Alexander. <laughs> there's Stan over there, too. Just one guy. Just one. He, but he'd stand out. Uh, Bill Gates can remember hundreds of different codes of the programming language that he designed, which... I don't okay. know. Is that impressive? Yeah. I mean, it's it's... I feel like it's not a surprise. Yeah. It's impressive, but is it a surprise? He's I don't the know. guy who made it and Yeah. He's Bill Gates. He must be pretty good at things. Right. Right. Those these aren't impressing me. Impress yeah. me. Uh Winston Churchill <laughs> This one's not even good at all. This one's not even a complete thing. You know, Winston Churchill knew by heart almost all of William Shakespeare's works. Well, that's ridiculous. They're <laughs> so, just making stuff up like, for your facts he knew, over there. He knew some of William Shakespeare. That's, <laughs> I feel like well, that, most people know some. Like I feel like that's they shouldn't have put that almost. They shouldn't um, have put it in there. They were just, they were desperate for like memory. Winston facts. Churchill knew by heart all of William Shakespeare's works. That's pretty impressive. That would be impressive. That's a lot. Almost Shakespeare all. probably didn't know all of Shakespeare's he could just be work like, by yeah, heart. I know half a Hamlet. I don't oh, even I remember half the things I've written. So, right. uh, I think that's really, you know, sleep is important to memory. We didn't really talk about that. Yeah. We talked about going through doors. I was going to talk about that, but we went in more depth. Um, if you walk through a door, you forget things. Well, if you want to forget things, they have a new drug out. That is a memory erasing drug, and they've tested it in mice. No, I mean <laughs> they're testing it in you mice. Want to forget? There's always drugs. Well, yeah, That's... it seems like that would just hurt anyways. But supposedly they're they're able to pinpoint certain memories and erase just certain memories, but not all of your memories. I don't understand how that would work. Um, and they were saying that they've they've never done any human trials on it, just in mice. But that it would be something that addicts could use because they could forget how it felt to get high. Okay. That could... I don't think I would feel good about taking a drug, taking a drug to, forget. to forget. about taking drugs? I want to take, yeah. And then you're just, and then you get dependent. You're like, right. I want to forget something yeah, no. else. If you, you stop taking this, things. you're going to remember the memories. So you got to keep taking the drug. Oh, man. And then you just go do all kinds of crazy drug. stuff. And you're like, you know what? It's all right. I'll just forget it. And then everything will be fine. Like, I never did it. Yeah, that seems... It seems really weird, and I don't even want it to exist. Because mm-hmm. then... Also, I feel like we, our brains are a little bit more complex than a rat brain. 
it seems like you couldn't pinpoint one specific. How right. could a drug pinpoint right. one memory? It would just like flat oh, out. Oops. Oops, you forgot everything. You don't now know who you, don't you are remember. anymore. <laughs> the other way to do that. You don't remember you were addicted to drugs or is, anything. Is through TV. Because they said that TV rots your brain. And they it said um, for ages 40 to 59, for every hour that you watch TV, you have like 1.3% elevated risk of alzheimer's or something that doesn't make any sense those numbers seem crazy i don't know if i believe that i'm also i also read them quickly so Uh, i don't know if the numbers are just right but it did uh, say it rots your brain it's okay the article i read said that it was interesting that winston churchill knew some of william shakespeare's works I do. The, I have always an heard. An English man knew some of William Shakespeare. I once heard that SpongeBob would make kids' IQ go down, that they did tests and after they did, after mm, they watched SpongeBob. But it sounds, was probably a TV thing. Right. That sounds like yeah, a... Yeah, it increases their risk by 1.3%. Mm-mm. For each hour a person watches between the age of 40 and 59 spends watching TV, their risk of developing Alzheimer's increases by 1.3%. For each hour? For each hour, you'd quickly hit 100%. Yeah, you would be... Between those ages? I mean, you watch 100 hours of TV. Right. So, and more. You Like, that's like a week's worth of TV for some people. So, what, like half of the population between 49 and 50 just... Just like topped out on the percentage. Like, oh, well... I only have a 250,000% higher chance of getting, I don't think so. I don't, that I, seems, yeah, that, I don't know it's how It's a high protein that builds goes. up in the brain that causes Alzheimer's, not. It says it kills your brain cells. I don't believe that. Why? What, what would it be doing? Because you're not to, using your brain? But you are if you're watching anything other than YouTube. Like, I think kids are zapping their brains on YouTube watching other kids I mean, mindlessly play with toys. They've also been saying that TV rots your brain since like forever. Oh, I also read that photos make your memories worse. If you take a picture of something, you're less likely to remember it. They said mm, they did that, that study be, with paintings. You're, like you're... if you took a picture of a painting and then they asked people about the painting who didn't take a picture and people who did and people who didn't take a picture could remember it more vividly. I would say that. Because you're relying on the photo. Well, yeah, I would say that has more to do with like focusing on it because right. you're like, oh, well, I took a picture, so I don't really need to worry. They said that with recalling information um, with kids and adults. But when you like, oh, I'll Google it or I'll ask Alexa, then you don't commit it to long term memory. Because I would say that's having an effect on our brains yeah, more than TV. Because you don't have to do any research to get to the answer. So right. it's so quick, it just goes into short term memory and falls back out. It's like, We've had moving pictures for a long time, but having information like that where you just don't even have to remember it, it's the same thing. Uh, They say, like, when you're in a lecture, if you record it, you're less likely to actually listen to it. Oh, really? Because you're like, well, I've got a recording, so if I missed a part, I'll... Yeah. Instead of engaging in listening to the lecture, you... Are like, nah, it's fine if I missed it. I got it on a recording. And then you're never going to go back and listen. And then you never go back and. Now, if you're somebody who does go back and listen like six times to the recording, then you're probably then good. it's worth yeah. recording it. But if you just are recording it just to record it, and you might not listen to it, you usually. So I would say Google things like that. having information like that's probably the same exact thing where you're like, meh, I'll just Google it later. Right. You know, 
Um, because you can always find it again. Right. Oh, do you hear that? The mailbag. Oh. <laughs> It was the rustling of papers. I thought it was the the TV book club, but it wasn't. Nope. (laughs) It's just the mailbag. Just the the mailbag. Odd. Thought I heard a guitar too, but. Darn. Uh. (laughs) Doors opening, papers rustling. Sounds just like the song. Uh. All right, so we'll do mine first since mine has to do with the memory. Okay. It's from Tanya. And she said, what's your earliest oh, memory? Can we, before we start, can I tell a joke? Oh, sure. Okay. This is from my friend Wanda. This is a, <laughs> this is a joke submitted by somebody. Actually just told to me and then I decided. Submitted to, to your face? Yes. Uh, why don't ants get sick? Because they can't. Because they have so many little bo- antibodies. Oh. <laughs> they have so many little antibodies that they can't get sick. Yeah. <laughs> Made you laugh a little bit that time. You didn't You didn't look frustrated and angry at me for saying that one at least. I'm just giving in. I'm giving up. <laughs> uh, antibodies. It's funny. Made me laugh pretty hard. All right. Your question. Um... What's your earliest Did memory? <laughs> I already forget? said it once, I think. But I'm trying to do it all over again. Uh, my earliest memory? I don't know. I remember some things from kindergarten. I remember some things from preschool, too. I remember some things from preschool. I don't know. I don't specifically remember which memory I have first. Right. I don't know which one comes first because I can remember things that kind of early. But... Right. I can remember what my preschool classroom looked like. Mm-hmm. I can remember laying on each side of a table with one of my friends and kind of talking and getting in trouble during nap mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I used to flick crayon pieces around the kindergarten room with my one friend. I don't remember my kindergarten class at all. I do. I remember the color of my mat that I took a I don't nap remember on. any of that, but I do remember my preschool class. Do you remember what clothes you were wearing then? I remember <laughs> one time my mom not being there on time to pick me up and a lady had to sit with me. For a very long time after all the other kids were gone because my mom, I don't know what happened to her. Though you were a little so, that may not have actually been a very long time. It may have been like five minutes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but all, I was like, five, she was maybe five minutes late, but it felt like five hours late. Right, because you were little at the time, so. Time... Yeah, so I don't have a specific one, but definitely preschool aged. Yeah, I can remember. At least, and then maybe before that, and I just don't know. What comes first? Yeah. Um, I guess that's it. I don't really have any other. I know. I don't have any specific memories, even of playing at my house from that young. When I remember being at my house, I was probably in elementary school to have home yeah. memories of things. That's I remember being young, but I don't remember whole lot about it i don't remember much about school i I mean i I have some memories from fifth grade that i can think of i remember a pair of shoes i had when i was little (laughs) that's it yeah Uh, maybe maybe some smells or some music would trigger something i don't know maybe if you had saved my clothes from when i was a little kid maybe if you'd smelled and tasted and (laughs) licked more carpets and I do have a memory of being in North Carolina in elementary school 
and I was going to buy this cool outfit that I thought was super cool and I wanted to just wear it out of the store. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, oh, okay, yeah, you can wear it out of the store. And the lady would not let me. My mom's like, well, I'll just pop off the tags and you can scan them. And she's like, no, she needs to go back in the fitting room, put on her regular clothes. I will scan them and then she can change back into them if she wants. And I was so upset I didn't change back into them. I don't even sure if I bought them because it was like <laughs> horrible. The memory ends there with her telling me that and me thinking, what a terrible lady. Mm-hmm. You made, you you drew some associations. Yeah. You were like, lady, terrible wouldn't let me wear clothes. They say that I read that you you uh, remember more good memories than bad, but I have bad memories. Like that's where I was little, like trying to get some shots oh, one I've time. I've heard the opposite. Or like not shots, to... blood drawn or something, and the doctor being super mean to me. I've heard the opposite that we tend to remember bad memories. Oh yeah, I just read that we remember good memories. So oh. I don't know. I know bad things tend to stand out because that's yeah, why it's like, like a little more traumatic. I think so. Yeah. It's kind of like the we're we're talking about the life events, your flashbulb memories, right? Well, yeah. Uh, All right. What's your question? my question? Is this is from who is this from? Will. If you could be a member of any sitcom family, which would it be? Hmm. Which would yours be? You go first. Well, I think. I think I would want to be with one that was pretty plain so that I could just live a normal life. Like, it would want like happy and fun, like upbeat. Full house? No, thank you. Really? Maybe There's Fuller House. So many house. people in that I house. I think I would like that. I would like not Full House, but like Fuller House, but not be DJ because I don't want to be the mom of the kids where my spouse died. But like Kimmy, who's like still got her husband and her kid and they live there. Then you got your full family and you live there. I haven't lived. I haven't, I haven't watched Fuller House. It, Fuller House is more. Kimmy lives with them. Yeah. And all their family. How many kids are in that house? Three, four. And then Stephanie's having one for the new season. So five. Five kids. No, I would not want to live. Technically, in a house like Kimmy's that. husband, that's now her fiance, lives next door in her old house. But Why? he's there a lot. Because they got Why divorced. Why doesn't she live there? Because she wants to help DJ with her kids. So she got divorced. And no, because he cheated on her. But then she just. I don't want to be cheated door. on in my. I kind of <laughs> just feel like a. I don't know. I have to be like another character. I don't want to be specifically <laughs> one of the characters because I'm not liking that. But they're, it's a happy show and they're always having fun. Yeah. I. They don't show the rest of the time when you live with. A like, <laughs> hundred people. A hundred people in one house. Yeah, I think it would get crazy. Uh I can't think of another. I can't think of a family. I should have tried to think of someone in advance. I can't even think of any sit. Well, because like TV we sitcom got Will families. recommended it, and I uh, immediately thought of Fresh Prince. Oh, I would not want to live in that family. Why you wouldn't want to be like super rich? And <laughs> well, yeah, being super rich, I <laughs> they guess were rich enough good. that they had a butler. That, like, that <laughs> you got to be a certain level of rich to have a butler. That is true. But I still, I don't know that I would, still there's a lot of people in that house. Yeah. For some reason, it didn't seem like a fun family to live in. Like, Will was always getting in trouble. I feel like he was the only- Did Will Smith write this question? No. (laughs) But it just made me think of that when I read Will. Um, Yeah. Hmm. What's another good family? Will Smith would have been fun. 
the rest of the family did not seem maybe his uh his, or not his sister but carlton's sister uh, i don't know like the thing is is that i don't know if i would want to live with a family like i almost would want to have i would want to be if i had to do it i would be one of the characters yeah i think like, i think the question I mean? allows for that i because think you then, can just unless it's for a house how do you fit into the how do you fit into it well most of the sitcoms are just like tons of people crammed into a house so yeah they you are just, you just add you too I know, that's why I'm like, I don't... Like, uh, what's what's the one? Was it Suzanne Summers? That was the... Oh, Step by Step, Step by Step. You could be Cousin Cody that lives in his van outside Oh, yeah. (laughs) I know, how weird. And they don't even let him live in the house. (laughs) No. And it's a big house. I feel like there is a room Or the Brady Bunch, yuck. There are too many people in all the families. You're they right. They always are. They packed. never have a well because they have to have a lot of entertaining things happening. Right. Yeah. I mean, but still, no. <laughs> I don't want to. The Flintstones. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Like I could be one of. I could be Betty. Betty maybe. Wilma's got to deal with Fred, and Barney's just much nicer. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe being Betty. Except yeah, Pebbles is so darn cute. I would want pebbles. Yeah, and Bam Bam is. Bam, bam Bam's bam. like, Bam Bam. bam. That's, I mean, that would get annoying. That would get annoying. <laughs> so maybe I would have, oh, and then I got to deal with Fred. I don't know. It's he, just too, it's too much. I can't figure it out. He doesn't just say Bam Bam. He also bonks things. Yeah, he hits everything. <laughs> yeah. So you'd have to deal with that. Who's a, who is a super rich TV family? Because you did make a good point. Right. I probably do want to be in a rich TV family. I mean, well. I want to be poor dinosaur spitting water on my head is there is there a richer family because i can't think of any other sitcoms where they have a butler off the top of my head like you gotta be a certain level to get a butler and then i think when you hit that level you do have and then they have to be happy and not terrible while they're that rich which they were on fresh prince that's they were generally pretty happy they do seem boring but again right i did start by saying i would want to be in a boring family you you don't want to be like part of the adams family or something uh, you yeah. always like them yeah that's who it would be you you got it you nailed it on the head there because oh maybe i would be they're like, also small what enough about family that it would be quiet. back in the 40s and ricky had money yeah they lived be, in new york or you could be ethel so that no you no just get dragged into situations no no i'd rather be married to ricky he makes more money <laughs> Yeah, Fred is grumpy. Fred owns the apartment That's complex. That's true, that but he's, sure he's a penny Fred pincher. Makes, well, he Ethel just doesn't is spend always it. complaining about him being yeah. a penny pincher. Although, Lucy complains about that with Ricky, too. Yeah. There's just no good TV family. No, I think I'm going with what you said, the Adams family, because that meets basically all my criteria. They're super, super rich. Again, they have a butler. Uh... He is a Frankenstein, but or something, maybe a zombie. I don't know what he is actually. What what is Lurch? Anyway, I have no idea. They have a huge house, fairly small family. So if I wanted quiet, I could get quiet. It would maybe be some great. of the TV families for like the kids shows or something are probably good. Maybe I'm 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 done. I made my mind up. <laughs> I haven't. I'll uh, I'll keep I'll, keep I'll do in my research and then I'll I'll figure it out and I'll let everybody know. 
What about uh, what about like Fraser? Like I'm like Fraser's cousin or something. Well, then I wouldn't like, live in the family. So. No, like Daphne had to move out, and mm, you were like, "Hey, I Fraser, that, I mean, I'm your talk cousin." Talk about boring. <laughs> talk about some boring people. I don't. Uh, I'm try, about, I tried to look, but I don't think. Well, if you don't want boring, what about? Uh, you could consider the gang at Patty's Pub. Oh, what a terrible <laughs> group to have. What a terrible, terrible group. We didn't want group. boring, and they won't be boring. No, I don't know. Maybe Fuller House. The Fuller House, like... You seem crazy to me, but... Not Full House, but like Fuller House. I haven't watched it, but I assume it there's seems... just as many people. There's a lot of people. I don't know that... I didn't come from a big family, so I probably wouldn't like it. I just am giving up. <laughs> So Fuller House for you, Adam's family. No, I'm not saying no? that. I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not committing maybe. to that. You you brought it up early on, and I thought maybe, but um, what I don't else? Know. So who, who, who? What other families could you? There's cartoons too. You could be like a member of the Simpsons. That's what? Do they just don't have any happy families on? What TV, about I Hank suppose? Hill? Hank Hill's family is pretty happy. Now you could be the Bobby of that family. I can be Bobby. Awesome. <laughs> I I'm just not gonna. Dang it, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, your name even works. Oh, that's funny. Um, what else? What's some What's some other good families to be a part of? I mean, the Adams family is mine. I'm I'm done deciding. Uh. The Clamptons. The Clamptons. Beverly Hillbillies. No, yeah. <laughs> They're rich. Ooh, what about Green Acres? Oh, yeah. They're rich too, right? Yeah. Green Acres is the place to be. Farm living. I don't know if that's the life for me, mm. though. Well, do you have to be the one? I don't know. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Thank you for the question. We thought hard. I will refuse to answer. <laughs> Um. Oh, nope. That actually. Oh, that one. The is real sound. The TV. That's not paper. It's the TV club. book club. The TV. That's the TV book club. TV book club. Frasier, season eight, episode six. The show must go off. So if you recall, hopefully you do, we didn't stick with the date. Uh, We're kind of, we're getting to the point where we can't really. uh, Jonathan also, you thought that that was a pretty good episode, but when we were looking ahead. And I still think that. I did Sorry. not agree. I didn't feel like it had the the Frasier magic that some so, of them have. We're back to Frasier. We've done Frasier once before. I don't remember. In the what first episode. one we did also didn't have the typical radio station Frasier make me laugh so hard. Like our lattes aren't frothy enough. Um our cappuccinos aren't frothy enough, I should say. They don't drink lattes. They drink cappuccinos. Right. Hence the frothiness. Right. Yeah. Latte doesn't really have a lot of froth. Right. Um, 
I don't know. It was what I considered to be a Frasier episode. It was one of the ones where him and Niles get into trouble. Yeah, like but them being brothers, they always they get they dig themselves into a situation, and it generally does not succeed. No, I just didn't. I didn't find it that funny with the the Shakespeare actor and him being terrible. I didn't even. What's even funnier is I, if you would have told me that the Shakespeare actor was fantastic, I wouldn't have even realized he was doing a bad job. <laughs> so it just didn't. I don't know. It didn't work for me. Well, it, and ironically, I did look some facts up because I recognized the guy. He is a. He's knighted. He's he's a knight in England. Oh yeah. For his Shakespearean acting. That's funny. And he won an Emmy for playing that character on Frasier because he was intentionally doing such a bad job at doing what he's so good at. That, I don't know, it just, it was an okay episode, but I've also been binging Frasier. Mm -hmm. So I've seen so many episodes lately that are so much funnier and just had that more coffee shop you know, radio station, apartment vibe that I find funny. I feel like they're more boring than when him and Niles go really? out and like try to open nah, a restaurant. Nah, I didn't. That one didn't. This one just didn't make me laugh as much. That's my overall opinion. Not, always, a ter- not terrible. It's Frasier. They're always so pompous about themselves. My favorite. Like, oh, we have to. We have to resurrect this. Yeah. I don't Shakespearean know. actor. He's the best. And then they get hundreds of people to show up, and then they realize, uh-oh, <laughs> he's not good at all. I give it a, uh, maybe a three out of five. Uh, what, three out of five what? I don't know. Uh, um, three out of five uh, scrambled eggs and toss salads? Yeah. Uh, I will give it a four and a half out of six. Out of six. You can't just <laughs> up the number. <laughs> uh... Well, what are we watching next week? Next week, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ooh, that's a painful show, too. Talk (laughs) about painful shows. I like Curb Your Enthusiasm, too. (laughs) You know... So what what episode? What season? What episode? Also, as a side note, we need to watch Wings, too. Yeah. Uh, So look forward to that. But this one's Curb Your Enthusiasm, season eight episode seven since there wasn't an episode 27 we just said we went with seven seven. uh so curb your enthusiasm season eight episode seven if you guys have any shows you want us to watch on the tv book club you can email those to us podcast at sebring.com we are gonna probably break from the tradition of matching the season and we're gonna have to it's getting too late and we've already done a lot of the good shows that have late seasons so we may start repeating some shows too. You can um, let us know what you guys' thoughts yeah, are on that. And uh But you know, there's like two hundred episodes of Frasier. So look hun- we'll so look forward we, to two hundred T V book club episodes we, of Frasier. Feel like we can do more than one episode of Frasier. Yeah. Uh so well, the only thing not- we're staying away from um is the dramas that you have to have watched a lot of it to be able to enjoy it because if we just jump in everyone's gonna be confused yeah and it was maybe okay to do that when we were just randomly picking towards the beginning where it was like oh you'll have to watch a whole season first yeah but now we can't jump into season eight of a 
drama. Right. Maybe we'll watch a first episode of something like that, though. Yeah, we could do that. Beverly Hills 902101. <laughs> that one always pops up when we're looking for a TV book yeah, club. It's they have, trying hard to get us to watch that. They have like 100 episodes of like 90 seasons. Yeah. Anyone, so. <laughs> All right. Well, we will. Thanks for listening. See you guys next week. Don't forget us. Don't forget to podcast at Sebring.com. Email us your questions. Email us your recommendations for the TV book club. Sniff and lick your radio so you don't forget <laughs> yeah, to do yeah, it. Make sure to to taste, touch, smell, and hear what we're doing so you don't forget us. Uh, and Instagram at Sebring Podcast. Let us know what you think there. We're in the comments down below. And we'll see you next week.